fantastic day for the United States of America. It's the Bill King Show. Call or text now. We'd love to hear your thoughts. Call us or send us a text on the WNSR text line. 615-844-5600. 615-844-5600. Call or text. Same number. Red 7. I don't know what Red 7 means. Brought to you by Omni Nashville Hotel. Fifth Avenue, downtown. Hot Rock. That's what we call a sack lunch. I do have are a very particular set of skills. Skills that make me a nightmare for people like you. You know what I think I'm going to do then? Just for the hell of it. Tell me. I'm going to take this right foot and I'm going to whop you on that side of your face. And you want to know something? There's not a damn thing you're going to be able to do about it. Really? Really? Fifteen minutes out on Buck each and every Tuesday. Griff, top of hour two. Mike Griffith and Gator Dave in hour two. 615-844-5600. Twitter at Bill is King. Email Bill is King. Seven, number seven. At gmail.com. Two ways we can look at yesterday. Having a repeat show. One way would be I showed a picture to Tom in Myrtle Beach. I've got a bottle of Pappy's 15. I do. I bought a bottle of Pappy's 15. Worth what? Thousand, two grand? Bought it the other day. And on Sunday, I got bored and I got into it. Yeah, I got into it and I just didn't feel like doing the show Monday morning. I felt so good. I slept in. I made up some cockamamie excuse, and that's what happened. Okay, that's one story. The other story is we did have some horrible storms come through here. Now, those storms were north of me. They, they, the, the weather stream goes west to east through here, and those storms stream, how would I say, south to north at an angle. And those storms that came through here, and tragic, very bad, did not affect us here. We got rain and heard some thunder and all that, but nothing like you saw on TV with all the national reports. I got lots of messages from you guys checking in, and I appreciate that. But none of that affected us. But Sunday, I'd fallen asleep. About 11 o'clock, the wifey, Michelle, Says, hey, we don't have any Wi-Fi or anything. They say it should be fixed by the morning. And I remember thinking, uh-oh. And Mondays are typically, no matter what the reason is, if we're going to have some issues, those are the days. Monday's coming off a weekend. Doesn't have to be weather. Could be anything. 
but that's what happened. I was waiting. I texted Patton before the show and said, look, I'm a no-go right now. I cannot get connected. I have no Wi-Fi at all, among other items, and I'll just monitor. And I just sat there throughout the morning waiting, waiting, got news after the show that it could be later on Tuesday, meaning today before everything's up, before everything's fixed, I started really worrying and making plans because there's no way we're going to miss today. And then about an hour later, everything was working. That's just the way that happens. So we were good well before lunch yesterday to go, but the show, the times, all that was done. So here we are. The Pappy story is only partially true. I didn't get into it. There's no plan to crack that open anytime soon. That's going to set out just to say, hey, look at that. Hey, look at that. It's not a 23, it's a 15. Still, it's still bad, bad A-Z-Z. Yeah, it's, it's still wicked, wicked stuff. There's a lot to disseminate today on the show. There is a ton to get to. Yeah, I bet the Army-Navy game, I bet the over, I bet over 28. Guess what the score was? 17 to 11. Bet MGM gave me a push on that. I didn't lose it. I didn't win it. Brad had it at 27 and a half. That was a double D. Think about that. 27 and a half or 28. I got it Saturday morning at 28. Most of that game, as slow as it was going, yardage and or points, I thought, this is not going to go over. It is not going to happen. It was 10 nothing at halftime. And I'm fortunate to get out of there. Wasn't there a safety late? I, I walked out at that point, and I was in the kitchen, and I'd pretty much given up the chance to get a W in that ballgame. But actually, BetMGM, which posted it as a loss, came back and said, sorry, I did. I got an email from them. That's actually a, a push. So I didn't lose it. I didn't win it either. But another fantastic fun game between Army and Navy. No real item that jumps out at me to begin with. But did you see the Dylan Rayola story? Dylan Rayola, who finished his senior year playing in Georgia. Now, he's a West Coast guy. But actually, actually originally in Texas. So I shouldn't even say that. But finished his senior year in Buford, Georgia. Was committed to Georgia. In May. Has been committed to Georgia since May. Now, before that, he was committed to Ohio State. He went to a bunch of high schools, etc. Moved around. Believe was in Texas, played. Went out to Arizona, played. Finished up in Georgia. Buford, Georgia. And, again, since spring, has been committed to Georgia. Now, just to give you the background, you probably know this, but to reiterate, 
He is a Nebraska legacy. His dad is a very famous offensive lineman, played the center position, Dominic Riola. A big-time All-American player onto the NFL, etc. Dominic Riola is the dad. Dylan is the kid. He's the quarterback. One of the top-ranked players in America, depending on which service you check out. Very, very highly rated five-star. Nebraska, early on, looked like they had a chance to get him until Georgia took over and procured his commitment. Here over the last couple of days, and it was probably trending prior, things have been swiftly moving again, and apparently he is going to visit, OV official visit, Nebraska this weekend. Nebraska needs a big name bombshell here. They need something to kickstart everything. That rule, year one, it was choppy. It was choppy. Probably was was going to be no matter what. They are attempting to pull this off late here in this recruiting phase. During all this noise about the transfer portal, the Egon Gateway, all the recruiting, everything that's happening out there, that is a Big bombshell moment. Let me also repeat something I said on Twitter yesterday. If he indeed flips to Nebraska, where he's a legacy, that does not hurt Georgia a bit. Not a bit. That is not an attempt to downgrade his abilities at all. If he is a superstar, that's fine. That will not hurt Georgia. Georgia is not dependent on one recruit, no matter what the name of the recruit is. Georgia's quarterback room is in fantastic condition. If Georgia needs to, they can take a former walk-on like they've done and won two national championships with. Dylan Rayola is a very good prospect. We'll see how he plays wherever he goes. But that is not some kind of huge blow to Georgia. Now, if you're a Georgia fan, you don't want to hear this, right? You don't want to hear that he may flip away from your team just because you're a Georgia Bulldog fan. That's the way this works. That's the way the emotions work. But in reality, that doesn't change anything for Georgia. Other than maybe, maybe, maybe this kid doesn't end up going Your way. No worries at all. We'll see what happens. But that was a big story over the weekend. And some are saying that, like Wiltfong, I was looking at Steve Wiltfong, they're crystal balling him to Nebraska. Tom in Myrtle Beach points out, 247 Husker. Here is their tweet about eight hours ago. Our NIL source has confirmed 2024 number one quarterback Dylan Rayola and former Ohio State quarterback Kyle McCord both expected to commit to Nebraska by Sunday night. That'd be big. 
That would be huge. I wonder how much Carson Beck is reflective in this. Rayola was never going to play at Georgia as the true freshman unless they just had a rash of injuries and it got to him. Man, and they got down the depth chart to him. Could he play quickly, rapidly at Nebraska? Yes, he could. That is absolutely possible. What is McCord thinking? What if McCord gets there and then gets beat out by the young kid? And he's not even starting there. That's another interesting note. Yeah, just a little side note. Don't worry about it. Commitments is two days away. Thursday, we meet at the Omni. Bill King's week, get together, starting around 5.30 Central Time. Goes into the night. Goes as long as it's going to go. You're all welcome. Bring anybody you want. Don't have to have a ticket. Don't need permission. Don't need to know somebody. Just come on in. We'll come down to the lobby because it's not accessible all the way to the top where the suites are. But we will absolutely be down in the lobby regularly to get people and bring them up. Not a problem. Let me know if you need a link, if you need a last-minute room. We've got that for you, too. we got a good rate for you as well. Good morning. Starting to build out here in the normal spots for this time of the morning, especially on I-24 Westbound, coming out of Rutherford County, Murfreesboro, towards Nashville. Now, it's taken some getting used to a lot of streets and roads that are still closed in Madison and also in Hendersonville, throughout parts of Sumner County and Clarksville as well. Extra heavy traffic already this morning, 65 southbound through Millersville, coming in from Robertson County through that stretch of Sumner County. Hey, Prince's Hot Chicken is catering during the holiday season. Check out their menu. It's awesome. Check it out at uh, Prince's Hot Chicken. I'm Commander Chuck with your on-time traffic. Tease the season at Edwin Watts Golf Shops by Worldwide Golf for holiday specials this year. Featuring the Callaway Paradigm Woods, forged carbon for unparalleled distance and forgiveness. Now up to $100 off. And from Bushnell, the new Tour V6 Series Laser Rangefinders provide you the most accurate distances in golf. There's always gift cards in any amount for the special golfer you're shopping for. Edwin Watts Golf Shops is home of the 90-day satisfaction guarantee. Shop us in store or online at WorldWideGolf.com. We all know that natural life can get hectic. In the middle of all the madness that is life, don't forget to take care of yourself. Treat yourself to Nashville's ultimate relaxation experience at Makara Spa at the Omni Nashville Hotel. With services for men and women, Makara Spa at the Omni Nashville Hotel is your one-stop shop for full-body treatment. Begin your experience in the exquisite relaxation room, then enjoy a full-body treatment or even a couple's massage before finishing in the salon. Located on the fourth floor of the Omni Nashville Hotel, Makara Spa is Nashville's highest quality self-care oasis. To book your experience or gain information on packages, call Makara Spa today at 615-761-3600. Again, 615-761-3600. Or log on to theomnihotel.com. And with every booking, you'll have free valet parking and rooftop pool access to enjoy the Music City skyline. And through Labor Day, enjoy the fourth floor spa terrace for only $20. Makara Spa at the Omni Nashville Hotel, 5th Avenue, downtown. It's just a few cocktails at happy hour. There aren't any cops around. After every game, we always have a few. It's no big deal. It was just a few drinks. I'm good. Hey, 
I can hold my liquor. I drink and drive all the time. If you put away some drinks, put away your keys. Fans don't let fans drive drunk. Brought to you by the Tennessee Highway Safety Office. It's a Bill King Show. We are college football centric. That is the sun that warms our planet that we live on. Our planet actually isn't flat or round. It's an oblong spheroid. And we are here to proselytize about it, edify it every day on this here radio show. Weekday mornings beginning at 6 on Sports Radio 560 on 95.9 FM. When it comes to the college football playoff, he's for exclusion, not inclusion. It's Bill King. Each and every Tuesday joins us. Buck, did you play around the same time as Dominic Rayola did at Nebraska? Um, no, you know what, Bill? I'm not sure. I, what, I came out in 90. Right. So I, I'm not, I think I may have missed Dominic, or maybe we I passed across a little bit. I can't You're remember. Just, we were just talking, his, his son's a five-star quarterback who has moved all over the place. Played his last year in Georgia, though. Been committed to Georgia, and right now he's taking a last-minute trip to Nebraska, and we were just kind of speculating on that. They've had some incredible names through the years. Dean Steinkuhler was just a beast of an offensive line. Dave Remington, Dominic Rayola, I'm leaving some out. But this kid's a legacy. That one's going to be interesting. Yeah, yeah. I mean, we've been talking about this kid, it seems like, for the last 10 years, right? Uh, and I, I'm <laughs> yeah. exaggerating. But COVID, you know, it's interesting you bring up the transfer move around and then also guys getting – I've been on. I've been calling games long enough where I don't ever remember eighth-year players, but I've seen a few of those now with the COVID year. And now with the transfer opportunity, you got quarterbacks that have been able to transfer multiple times. And if – if I'm smart, if, if I'm their parent, I, I tell them to do that as long as they can because they can keep making money at the college level and may not even ever play, play at the pro level. So it'll be interesting to see how his career turns out. We've seen a lot of guys that have, um, you know, been at mo- one school and then you see them at multiple schools uh, because they want the opportunity to keep playing but also be in a position where they uh, can capitalize on that NIL money. Buck, I wanted to ask you, being a UCLA alum, played there. Dante Moore, we all know he's leaving. There's been talk about various schools, Michigan State, Miami. Remember, he was briefly committed from signing day to Oregon. Now, Oregon's already taken in Dylan Gabriel. I don't know if that's ace that out. What type of future does Dante Moore have? What did you see in him? I saw a lot of arm talent. Um, I saw that he wasn't always put in the best possible place to make plays uh, on his behalf, but I also saw a young guy that uh, 
really, um, you know, I, I don't know if he, you know, sometimes you can see guys and their body language tells you they're just they're struggling mentally. Now, a little bit, I started to see some of that with him, uh, just because when you have that many pick sixes or that, that many opportunities not to play well, it gets in your head. But let's let's be let's not, let's be clear here. He went to Utah and played as a freshman. That ain't easy place to play. And some of the other things that were just taking place within the program, we can see now some of those guys transferring out. So I don't put all the blame on Dante. I definitely don't. But I think you know now he's got to go somewhere where he can find a place that's going to allow him to really thrive and grow. And I think he's more of a pure pocket passer. And Chip was trying to work some things where he could be a passer and move around. And that that, that maybe is not his game. And so I, I think, um, and, and from the big scheme of things, things I think he also has has to be in a position where he he can understand uh, that he has an offensive line that's going to protect him. You know, UCLA's offensive line was not very good this year. Let's just call call it what it is. And so I think sometimes that's why you have to do some of the move and get get the guys out of the pocket. So he's got to find a place where he's got some receivers that can go make plays because he has a marm talent. Uh, just got to clean up some of the things of, of throwing the ball to the other side and, and mentally clean that up. I think athletic and, and skill-wise, he's probably got some of the best skill I've seen from a young player this year. Sam Hartman will not play in Notre Dame's bowl game, which is not surprising. That's something we see. What is his future, Buck? What kind of draft pick is he? I, I, I've always been intrigued by Sam. I just don't know how he matches up as a the pure quarterback at the next level, you right. know, because of the slow mess that he ran for so long. Now we did get to see him at Notre Dame, and it looked like he was able to throw the ball pretty well and make some plays there. But I don't know. Um, uh, yeah, yeah, maybe he is Sam Howell. Remember how Sam Howell was coming out, and a lot of people didn't think he was going to translate to the next level. And I always thought Sam Howell was a really good player. I, I kind of see some of that in Hartman. Where he, you know, people may undervalue him, but he's played a lot of football, and I think that might give Sam Hartman a chance to to really thrive at that next at the pro level. I know we watched him at Wake, and you're right; they ran a lot of snow mesh, and his athleticism was featured. It wasn't so much at Notre Dame. His athleticism featured, and they struggled to find what package fit him. But here's the one thing, Buck, that disappointed me, and it wasn't coaching or this or that. His arm talent wasn't what I thought it was. I never thought it was great, but it was his arm talent was a more limited, Buck, than I even thought. Yeah, and, and I think I think that was the one thing that. Uh, you and probably a lot of other people thought as well, because now you have a chance to really air it out and put the ball around right. and that and that system. But you you didn't display it, and and I think you know what it was for me, Bill. It wasn't as consistent because I saw some games where oh man, you can see it, and other games, mm. and, and I and he just couldn't drive the ball at certain times. But I, I mean, hey, hey, Steve Walsh, I played with Steve Walsh. Uh, in New Orleans, and Steve didn't have the greatest arm, but he, he, his ability to anticipate where guys were going to go to get the ball to him was probably next level. He played a, quite a, quite a few years in the league as a backup and started some games, and so and I know Sam's arm is stronger than that, but it's still I, I think you're right since we didn't get to see it at Wake. Now I do I will say this: what I saw at Wake a lot was his deep ball ability. 
he he could really throw the deep ball well because I think he would just he would knew where to put it as far as where his receiver was going to be, and he had some dudes at, at Wake that could really run. So that's what made me think. Well, he gets in this Notre Dame offense, they start running some posts, corners, some different things, you know, that would put him in a position to kind of display that. You didn't always see it. Charles Arbuckle with us. Buck, you being a Houston kid, Mike Elko has that Aggie job. He's trying to put together his staff. Obviously, resources not a problem. They've had quite a few names in the portal. Is that something to be expected? Nothing to worry about. Uh, I think it's to be expected. Uh, I, I think what you're going to see is a turnover of what's at A&M's roster. Some of the guys that play for him at Duke, if he's interested, because he had some really talented players at Duke. And, and talented in the way uh, they played hard every play, especially on defense. Uh, they had some really good offensive players. I'm, I'm surprised we haven't seen Riley Leonard's name uh, attached to him, but you know, Riley Leonard sounds like he could be going to Notre Dame <laughs> this route. Yeah. Um, so, no, I, I'm not completely shocked by what, what, what you're seeing there. Um, they haven't won games, and I don't care how many stars you have, until you have wins with those stars. And A&M has been, been much maligned for a while with the ability to recruit. Uh, it, they've almost flipped the script with Texas. Remember when Texas was recruiting all these great, supposedly talented players but weren't winning? You're seeing that at A&M now, and it's almost flipped. And now that they're both in the conference together and are going to be forced to play games where they wouldn't play them while they uh, separated and had a bad, ugly breakup, now they're going to have to play each other, and A&M's going to have to recruit better. And I think Mike Delco's going to help him with that because he knows he, – he understands what he's getting into there. You're going to have to uh, – you've got all the money in the world, but you've got all the resources in the world, but you've got a lot of people pulling on you just like you would over in Austin. So I'm interested to see how he gets that going again. And I know he's going to, he's going to get some talented transfers in because guys that have played for him love playing for him. And then he's going to get those young guys to understand this is this is what we have to do to be successful. It's not about how many stars you have, how many Instagram followers you have, how many uh, any of that crap. It's all about what you do on the field and productive every day in practice. And I think that's what Andrew has needed for a while. So it'll be interesting to see if they allow him to have the time to do that. No Kev up in Chicago. Bill, ask Buck is Chip safe? Definitely not getting fired. Uh, I don't think this year. Um, I, here's the thing with Chip. you got a lot of factors going on. Martin Jarman is the AD. Uh, you know, Martin came from Ohio State. I wouldn't be shocked if once Gene Smith decides to retire that Martin ends up back there. Uh, you've got a new chancellor coming in. So I don't think Martin wants to be, uh, be in the position to fire Chip. He wants to allow the, the new chancellor and maybe even an AD besides himself to, to, to do that. Yeah, I, I mean, I, I can't call it, man. It's um, you see programs that have had way worse records and way worse opportunities and things, and not lost as many transfers, make moves. So I never call for people to be fired. I'm just interested in what they're doing now, and it, it doesn't seem like. And when you lose a, a defense, well, this is the one thing that that bothered me the most. When you lose the Anton Lynn for one million dollars, you could have have afforded to keep him, but you didn't. So that that worried me the most because you had an opportunity to keep a defensive staff in place that would help you 
no matter who your quarterback was, because you're going to have to bring along one of your younger quarterbacks or somebody else that transfers in. And nobody seems to want to transfer into UCLA right now because they're uncertain if Chip's going to be there for the long haul. So there's a lot of things going on in Westwood right now as you're trans- transitioning into the Big Ten. And if you don't get that right, that's not going to be pretty for you in that first year of Big Ten play. Just what Buck was talking about, defensive coordinator at UCLA is leaving left to go to Southern Cal to try and fix that broken defense. Buck, you're saying that was a financial issue. Was UCLA not going to be competitive money-wise? They, 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 they said they were going to be competitive, but I think they lost some bill by a mill, maybe a little bit over a mill. It was shocking to hear some of the background on that. But the more I'm around our, that UCLA program sometimes, the, the less I'm surprised by things. Uh, to me, you think you, you, you want to hold on to that guy when you have the defense that they had this past year. The defense was the reason why UCLA has went to a ball game and why they've been successful this year, in my opinion. Uh, so, yeah, that was, that was a little bit shocking to see how that all went down. And that's what I was told. It was a million dollars. So if 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 somebody if somebody wants to correct me on it, and I haven't been corrected yet, <laughs> correct me, please. Tells <laughs> how Buckle is with us. That was a good hire for USC. That was a great hire for USC, Bill. I'll say this about USC: um, you know, the hate and disdain that that you may have for the Trojans if you're a Bruin, it's 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 understandable. But the thing I will say about this is Lincoln knew he had to finally get an off, a defensive guy. He fired one of his best friends, which is not ever easy to do. And then he goes out and gets one of the hottest assistants in college football who probably should have won the Brawls Award for the top assistant. Didn't win that, but he was nominated. But what he does, man, is, is when you watch them practice, they fly to the football, guys understand what they're supposed to be doing, and, man, when he turns up, pressure on second and long or third and long, somebody's going to get home. And it may be multiple somebodies. This UCLA defense had a lot of athletic guys in the past few years, but they didn't play very well. And you could see it in spurts this year. They were put in harm's way and didn't win some games. And and down the stretch, they had some injuries. But I loved how their front played. I loved how their linebackers played, who were coached by Ken Norton. And don't get me started on why Ken is in the interim DM, uh, D-line defensive coordinator, for the bowl game, that's beyond me. And that gives them a chance to lose him potentially back to SC or somewhere else. Ken Norton Jr., man. Oh, gosh. That- no. Nah. <laughs> hey, I, I, Bill, I practiced against that dude for two years. Talked more trash than a mother, but got me ready for the NFL as much as anybody during my UCLA time. But Ken, Ken has always been a, a favorite of mine, uh, not on the football field always, but but just from a person, man. He helped me get so much better and prepared to play ball as, as much as James Washington. I, I got a list, list of names, but those two popped to mind right away. Question here for you, Buck. Wants to know, how does Florida State and Georgia get their teams motivated for a bowl game considering they're not in the playoffs? Uh, You've got young guys that want to play because they haven't had a chance to really show themselves. You've got Kirby, who is probably one of the the best motivators right now on the block. Uh, Mike Norvell. Uh, us against the world. Why did they let everybody, you know, that whole everybody versus Michigan? He's going yeah. to take that and take it to the nth degree for, for meaning for Florida, for Florida State. Um, they're both really talented 
coaches from the standpoint of recruiting and getting guys in position. But this, to me, is one of the best jobs you can see is if a guy can get, get a group that's already licking their wounds and a little upset ready to play. And I think you've got two of the best coaches to do that. I think we'll have a very competitive game because they have some young players that they don't care that they didn't get to whatever game it was. They know they'll get a chance to shine and play hard. And I think, you know, whenever you're playing Georgia, if you're Florida State, you want to show, hey, I'm from the ACC, but I don't care who you are, who you, where you come from. And Georgia knows everybody's looking for them. They're a mark. So I think that's how they get those guys ready to play. It's just, you, you know, you got you to gotta be real with you guys. Hey, look, this is not where we want it to be, but this is where we are. So how do we handle it? How do we manage it? And how do we go out here and, and show who we are from the opening snap to the end of the, the final whistle? But, hey, Bill, I got one thing for you, too, real quick. Yeah. yeah. Real quick. I know you were going off. When you're a wide receiver, I saw the Chiefs game, I called it, you always ask the official, hey, am I good? I've been doing that since I was in eighth grade, I mean, uh, eight years old. All Kadarius Tony had to do was look outside, am I good? And he would have not been offside. And they, and they can't be upset with everybody else. I was, the Chiefs receivers are not good right now. Buck, appreciate it, bud. See you next week. Thank you, man. All right. There he is. Fantastic every week, Charles Arbuckle. Top of the hour, Griff. Little news out of Georgia. Hey, Georgia fans, don't worry at all. I'm telling you. Don't. Let's get the break here. Omni Nashville Hotel. Good morning. Really starting to build on 24 westbound up through the Hickory Hollow area. Coming in right now from Rutherford County into Davidson County. It's also picked up with a little bit more volume on Vietnam Vets, uh, especially there in Hendersonville, uh, headed towards Conference Drive. There's still several roads that are shut down in Hendersonville, Madison area as all as cleanup continues from the tornado over the weekend. Prince's Hot Chicken is catering this holiday season. Check them out online at princesshotchicken.com. I'm Commander Chuck with your on-time traffic. Jackson Boone Racing. The youngest driver at age 19 to win the coveted Pro Late Model Series Championship at Nashville Fairground Speedway. Jackson Boone Racing. A local kid and Page High graduate who's been winning races since he was eight years old. Jackson Boone Racing. Come join Red Street Records and Roy's Meat Service along with the Boone Group, a market leader for your home financing needs. In supporting this rising star, visit JacksonBooneRacing.com to see how you can be a part of the journey and join us running up front. Jackson Boone Racing. Prescriptions require an online consultation with a healthcare provider who will determine if appropriate. Restrictions apply. See website for details and important safety information. Subscription required. Price varies based on product and subscription plan. Hey guys, did you know there's a generic form of Viagra that works just the same but is 95% cheaper? And you can get it online? Just go to hymns.com slash joy. Through hymns, you'll get a free medical consultation, discreet shipping if prescribed, a 100% online process, and trusted generic alternatives to the name brands. At up to 95% off. That's right. Get generic for Viagra, the same active ingredient as brand name Viagra, but for 95% less. It's the same medication, still prescribed by a licensed medical provider, but with zero copay, no expensive appointments, and no awkward face-to-face conversations. To start your free online visit, you need to go to this exclusive address, hymns.com slash joy. That's hymns.com slash joy for your free online visit, H-I-M-S dot com slash J-O-Y. Oh, oh, uh, open that one. It's for me. Holiday instant games from the Tennessee Lottery. 
best gift ever! Wait, these tickets are already scratched. Yeah, it was me. I was just so excited. But look, we won! Tis the season for epic cash prizes. This year, give the most winning gift of all. Holiday instant games from the Tennessee Lottery. Oh, what game-changing fun. Please play responsibly. It's the McFarlane Show with Darren McFarlane and Fox 17's Justin McFarlane. I believe this franchise right now, unfortunately, is paying for the sins of a lot of bad draft picks and, and bad signing. can only dodge that for so long. Would you think about going back-to-back years with your first-round pick and get nothing? Nothing. That's hard. That's a hard pill to swallow. It's yeah. just this. The McFarlane Show with Darren and Justin on Nashville Sports Radio WNSR. Get into the Bill King Show. 615-844-5600. He doesn't charge by the minute. See, I'm the only guy that talks numbers. I love it. Nobody else will even talk about it. Like, I've said it's like a crazy aunt in the basement. Everybody knows she's there, but nobody talks about it. Joe down in... Boca. Said Bill asked Buck, I missed this, does Cousin Billy survive? The percentages on Billy Napier surviving past 2024 are, I'd say, about 20%. That's my historic measurement on this. The schedule is arguably more difficult coming up for the Gators. They do not look well coached. But that's going to flip this next year. I am a doubter. I know Florida fans, you don't want to hear that. And I, I understand that. I totally understand where you're coming from. But I have a lifetime of history when it comes to coaches. And the chances of that flipping and working are at best about 20%. At best. Would Florida have been better off just to cut their losses and go get another coach this soon? Yes. There's no way they were going to do that. But it's always better to go get the proper leadership, not wait. It's always better to do that, even if it makes you look bad doing it. Leaders don't worry about what everybody else is thinking, if they're indeed convinced they're right. And I know, again, Gator fans, I know, you, you don't, you're not in the mood, it, it's been a whole lot of bad football. I get it. I totally understand that. Georgia Dog says, 
With transfers happening and players leaving, no recruit is safe until the season starts. Big Daddy Warbucks can buy your recruit. Yeah, now, and if you're just tuning in, I assume you're aware because it's all over social media and the news, but Dylan Rayola, who's been committed to Georgia since May, is potentially about to flip to Nebraska, where he's a legacy. Going to visit there coming up, I believe, this weekend. And there's even a report that maybe he and Kyle McCord, Tom and Myrtle Beach pointed this out, might commit over the weekend, maybe Sunday, to Nebraska. He moved to Georgia, Dylan did, to play at Buford. Now, that was his third or fourth high school and Nebraska would be his third team that he's verbal. Now, obviously, he hadn't signed with those other teams yet. Ohio State originally, then Georgia, moved to the state to be close and play, and then perhaps Nebraska. I'm not trying to just sit here and say, okay, let's attack some high school kid who's transferred But that's seven different situations with him. He was in Texas. He was in Arizona. He was in Georgia. He committed to Ohio State. He committed to Georgia and maybe now flipping to Nebraska. Totally within his rights to do. Nobody suggesting otherwise. Would that be indicative, though? If he gets to Nebraska for a year, things don't work out. Does he bail? Well, he's got a freebie. He can. Does that mean that he won't be an outstanding football player? I'm not saying that necessarily. It would be a concern of mine. Whether it turns out that way or not, that would be a concern of mine. Nothing wrong with transferring. Used to be labeled as, hey, something's wrong with you. If you can't hang in there and deal with problems, something's wrong with you. They don't look at it like that anymore. But this is a repetitive item with Rayola. Will that matter? Will that prove his future? Maybe, maybe not. Unclear. We don't know that yet. Don't know that. Husker Run. Big Nebraska fan from up in Ohio. Bill, the non-playing portion season. Twitter is Husker fans' bowl season since we've not been very good in a while. Would love to see McCord, Rayola, and Fleming, etc. That'd be a pretty good run there. You're right. You're right. Ben in Perry, Georgia. Bill Kirby should go ahead and revoke his offer to Rayola. This is ridiculous. I'm sure whichever booster who set his family up in in Buford, is feeling scammed right now. Jim and Jupiter. I think Rayola is overrated. I would rather have Luke Croman home. That is one of two Savannah quarterbacks this year that were highly recruited. He's heading down to Seminole country. And the other one is heading to Tennessee. Yes, Savannah is 
Just one of many Georgia cities, always with dudes. Always with dudes. Baby Kiff is on a tear, y'all. Absolutely on a tear. We'll take a little break here. Coming back. Presented by the Omni, where we're going to be in two days. Good morning, THP. Behind a stalled car, but it's in the eastbound lanes of I-24 and Walden Road here in this section of Rutherford County. Of course, the heaviest flow is going westbound, and it is heavy as you leave Murfreesboro, Rutherford County, towards Nashville, uh, through the Hickory Hollow area. Still getting taking some getting used to with several streets and roads that are closed in the Madison area, uh, Hendersonville, Sumner County, because of the tornado damage cleanup. Traffic's picked up even more through the Mount Juliet area now. Here comes that heavy traffic, 40 west, out of Wilson County. Prince's Hot Chicken is catering during the holidays season. Check them out today at princesshotchicken.com. I'm Commander Chuck with your on-time traffic. When was the last time you did something fun with family, friends, co-workers, and clients? What if I told you about a place under one roof that offers affordable entertainment for all ages? That's what you'll find at Strike and Spare Family Fun Centers in Donaldson, Hermitage, Tusculum, Hendersonville, and Murfreesboro with bowling, games, food, drink, and entertainment for all ages. Enjoy an enhanced experience in Hendersonville or Murfreesboro where they feature additional fun with bumper cars, laser tag, roller skating, and more. All locations are open seven days a week, including holidays. Visit online at strikeandspare.com. Strike and Spare, where fun is bowling. Bar Lines at the Omni Nashville Hotel downtown is at the heart of Music City. Located within walking distance of the Country Music Hall of Fame, Bar Lines at the Omni is your downtown honky-tonk destination. Watch your team for many seat on their plentiful HD TVs and catch a live show on the Bar Lines stage featuring live music seven days a week. Bar Lines has the ultimate southern comfort food. Get started with classic fried green tomatoes or bourbon barbecue wings. Then it's on to the massive Smashville double stack or the world famous bar lined grinder oh you've never heard of the bar lined grinder two kinds of cheese lettuce dijon smoked turkey smoked bacon smoked ham now that's some smoke you want local brews and local spirits are on tap at bar lines take a seat on the patio outside and soak up the rhythm of music city bar lines at the omni nashville hotel fifth avenue downtown Prince's Hot Chicken, Nashville's original hot chicken, with three locations serving Middle Tennessee, south on Nolensville Road, 5th and Broad, downtown, and the new location at Tanger Outlet Mall. You can now order your favorite flavor of heat online at princesshotchicken.com. And don't forget dessert, including special holiday pies. Prince's Hot Chicken in three locations and princesshotchicken.com. Prince's Hot Chicken, Nashville's original hot chicken, 
The TSU Tigers men's basketball team of fifth-year coach Penny Collins are coming off a top-three OVC finish last season and looking for much more this season. Led by preseason all-conference guards Marcus Fitzgerald and Kenyon Hodges, the Tigers face an impressive non-conference schedule that includes Oregon, Lipscomb, Austin P, Indiana State, and Liberty and tip off a league play on December 28th at Gentry Center versus UT Martin. Oh, this is Greg Pogue inviting you to join longtime TSU broadcaster Albert Dawson on all of the games this season right here on Nashville Sports Radio WNSR. number one college sports show on the planet, The Bill King Show. You know who's going to be loaded next year? Offensively, let's start with Ole Miss. Their quarterback looks to be back, Jackson Dart. I don't know if that's concrete or not, but it sounds like it. Former transfer receiver Trey Harris, who had a fantastic year this year, has announced he's coming back. They brought in Juice Wells, who is a first-team all-league wide receiver type when he's healthy, and they're leading big on him. Walter Nolan, the top-rated player in the entire transfer portal, who just visited Oregon, is set to visit Ole Miss. Baby Kiff is absolutely wreaking havoc right now. And he's posting on Twitter every step along the way, which is even funnier. It is absolutely comical. What's going on right now? That offense is set to be ridiculous next year. Nothing yet on Juice Wells, but they have Quinshawn Jenkins returning at running back, who's an All-American, loaded at wide receiver. Absolutely just loaded at wide receiver and still adding, absolutely adding to it. How about that? Baby Kiff. I I don't know if if the Cosby Cattlemen were calling the show, then... I don't know if he'd say something along the lines of, just think if he would have gone to Miami. Yeah, he always trying to get him to go down to one of those Florida schools, right? Allen in Tampa. Looks like my cousin Billy, his nickname has stuck. Yeah, Allen is the originator of that, from what I remember. Yeah, he's the one that first introduced that to the show, as far as I know. Dom up in Pittsburgh, big Notre Dame guy. Notre Dame's getting some good news in the portal. They got Bo Collins out of Clemson, who's been a pretty good receiver for them. 
Nothing new on Riley Leonard, but Notre Dame still considered the overwhelming leader as well there. But Dom says, Bill, with Dante Moore, it's only about the NIL money. Yeah, and his dad's a pretty big force in this. Walter Nolan's dad is very instrumental. Matter of fact, any interview you see about Walter Nolan is his dad. His dad does the interviews. Have you noticed that? Six one four Rob, who's a big Buckeye, talking about Rayola. Hey, Bill, Rayola is a how should I say this on the show? Rayola, Bill, is just flatulence in the wind. See, I cleaned it up a little bit there. <laughs> Georgia Dog, who we'll see here in a couple of days, up at Commitments Transfer Portal is allowing players to go and not be developed correctly. Heard a CBS guy say that the 2020 and 21 receiver classes signed by Bama have all transferred out. Yeah, in some cases you could say that. Yeah, in some cases you could say that. I think it depends on where you go and how you're used. Mike the Mad Dog. Bill, the sky is not falling in Athens if Rayola flips to Nebraska. Georgia's going to be fine. Georgia is not dependent on some good individual dude recruiting news. Georgia is well too built, well too developed, well too strategized from the top down to have individual recruiting news affect their overall program. It just doesn't matter. I know fans in some cases don't want to hear that, In some cases, it does matter. In their case, it does not matter. He wasn't going to play this year at Georgia. Might not play the year after that. Might not be the starter there. Don't know that. That's just what if. But if he indeed does flip, and Griff will be with us here in a couple of minutes. Now, just a reminder Griff is more of the story guy, the team guy. Griff is not Mr. Recruiting List Guru guy. That's not what his job description is. He'll be aware of the story and what all is going on, but Griff is not, hey, what do you think about this guy and that guy and what visit date is it going to be? And yesterday, what did he have for breakfast? Does he like Wheaties? Does he like grits? Does he like brisket like Bill does? What is he? He's That's not what he's does that's not what he is about but we will absolutely since we've got griff coming up here in just a couple of minutes at the top we will talk dylan rayola gator dave coming up as well omni nashville hotel commitments in two days you're all involved love to have you
560 AM, 95.9 FM,